but they need Malaysia's. the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the third hour of the show already. There is a line open at 888-7753-773-888-77. Jesse, you can get involved there. 888-7753-773. Brand new biblical question is a doozy. Do you extend mercy to yourself? Do you extend mercy to yourself? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. com slash show. And also, anywhere in the world, anywhere, it doesn't matter where, when you're working out, stuck in the airport, about to crash in a plane because of uh, affirmative action uh, or whatever, you can What's listen up? to the show. <laughs> you can listen to the show live by calling Talk Stream Live at 641-793-1500. And don't forget to follow us. Hit the like button, ring the bell, and uh, whatever. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. So I want to play this soundbite for you and get Hake's response to it. And he is the host of the Hake Report, Monday through Friday, for those who don't know. And his show comes on right after mine from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. Um... And so I've said that women should not be cops. Women should be secretaries, right? Because it's not in their nature to lead. And they should be, and you have to lower the standard to let them in and pretend that they earn it and pretend that they're equal to men. And while you're doing that, lives are at risk. Here's a perfect example. A woman cop is not a good idea, right? This is from the blaze. The New York PD, NYPD's head of training revealed that the department has again relaxed its fitness requirement for recruits. Training Chief Juanita Holmes claims the 1.5 mile timed run is holding women back. From qualifying, they can even run 1.5 miles. What? The? This is um, this is a footage from the intense job standards test. Watch this. This is the physical test called the JST or job standard test. We want you to be prepared, so make sure you watch these examples closely. From a kneeling, weapon-ready position, the candidate sprints 50 feet to surmount six-foot barrier. If you miss your first try, you're allowed two more attempts from a closer starting point. The candidate proceeds from the barrier surmount to a six-stair climb system and completes three over-and-back traverses. The candidate proceeds from the physical restraint simulation to a run jog around a pattern of cones for approximately 600 feet. 
picks up an inoperative firearm, holds the firearm within 9-inch diameter metal ring, and pulls the trigger 16 times. When all of these activities are put together, it's a pretty intense course. And... <laughs> That's from the NYPD training thing there. What do you say that? <laughs> it looks like it might be pretty intense. <laughs> I think my beta back uh, could handle that, maybe. Uh, I bet you can jump over there <laughs> one hand tie behind your back. <laughs> I press Limbaugh would say. That's pretty funny, man. That's, <laughs> that's kind of sad. I know. They got her running over the stairs. And she running so stiff, like, <laughs> what the? Now do you want women cops? And she would be black. Amazing. And there's some... That's terrible. And they put the intense music on there to make yeah, it sound like, helped. like she's really doing it. Uh-huh. The and pressure was on. She was like she wanted to cry out for mama. What a mess. Anyway, the hate report from 1911. What are you dealing with? Well, I will, be, I will be talking about that thing that I mentioned earlier. The uh, What did I say? I forget. Oh, yeah, the uh, drag show is being banned in, in Tennessee. That's a good thing. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, some other stuff going on. By the way, that Chukwe Lumumba mayor, that is his born name, Mike Young, because his father was also called that, but he changed his name because he had an American name. He was born in Detroit, like the second of eight children. He was born Edwin Finley Taliaferro. Talia Pharaoh, and then he changed his name to Chokwe Lumumba in 1969 after joining the Republic of New Afri- Africa with a K. What? Uh, yeah. So his father, and his father was mayor of Jackson as well. So Mabe Bapumbe. Chokwe Lumumba. Chokwe Lumumba. Terrible. <laughs> the black mayor of Mississippi, which can't get the water working right. What the? No wonder Mississippi white folks like, let me get uh, out of here. He pledged to make Jackson the most radical city on the planet. This uh, second, this Chukwe Lumumba, the son. Well, they're definitely doing a good job of that. Yeah. Amazing. Terrible. Anyway, thank you, Hake. Thank you. So listen, the great white hope spoke at CPAC over the weekend, Donald Trump. And most of you know, if not all of you, that he is running again for president in 2024. And so they got that right old woman. Uh, what's her name? Nikki Haley, a right old stupid woman from who took down a Confederate flag. What a coward. And then and the right really want to run... Uh, the guy from Florida, the governor of Florida, and and the real folks want the great white hope. And so Donald Trump gave a talk at the CPAC over the weekend, and this is from uh, C-SPAN. Um, here is the great white hope speaking at CPAC over the weekend. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots and fools. I arrested the Marxists to topple statues of our great heroes in Washington, D.C. They didn't even know who they were doing. They just wanted anarchy, and I passed and signed an executive order. Anybody that does that gets 10 years in jail with no negotiation. It's not 10, but it turns into three months. They're not coming after me. They're coming after you, and I'm just... Standing in their way. That's all I'm doing. I'm standing in their way. Either they win or we win. And if they win, we no longer have a country. Wow. Amazing, right? From the heart. And I just want to replay uh, the great white hope. Isn't that like amazing? Donald Trump is from the old school. And he reminds me. Uh, when this country was great during the good old days when boys were boys and men were men. 
And they were not afraid to keep America going. And they knew it was good and evil people out there and that the evil was going to try to stop the good. But in those days, they didn't allow evil to stop good. Here's where the great white hope from Ford. Trump talks about new cities in the U.S. and baby bonuses for having children. Watch this from Forbes. Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed absolutely impossible. They pushed across an unsettled continent and built new cities in the wild frontier. We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home. And they will be beautiful homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Nice. I hope you're referring to white babies because if ever we needed white babies, we need them now. That's why we celebrate White History Month in July. Six years coming up, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Now, would you rather have a strong leader like the great white hope, Donald Trump, or weak leaders like, with no good ideas, by the way, bad ideas, weak leaders with no good ideas, like Fetterman and other, others, in October 2020, New York Magazine held their had their cover, and the vulnerable of John, the vulnerability of John Fetterman. This is New York Magazine cover right here. This was back from look what a weak man, right? Back from he's vulnerable. He's so vulnerable. What nah? A man ain't got no bit of being vulnerable. Any time a man says he's vulnerable, you know he's a woman. What the? I can't even see myself saying, oh, vulnerable. But the men have taken on the women's ideas and ways. So what would you prefer? That? Fetterman, a weak man like that, or Donald Trump? Fox News, Fetterman health has been a subject of scrutiny after his stroke while campaigning. Fetterman co-sponsored rail safety legislation despite current, currently being hospitalized. This is from ABC slash Fox. Watch this. Now to that new health setback for Senator John Fetterman of Pennsylvania checking himself into the hospital for clinical depression. In a statement, his office says, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks, adding John is getting the care he needs and will soon be back to himself. His wife tweeting, I'm so proud of him for asking for help and getting that care. Wouldn't a functional society elevate people to positions of leadership who are the wisest? the smartest, the sanest, who had the greatest degree of foresight and emotional self-control. But the mercenaries in his orbit, very much including his wife Giselle, should be ashamed of what they have done. Apparently, Fetterman cracked under the strain of a Senate campaign in which he was forced to pretend that the brain damage he had suffered from a stroke wasn't actually a big deal. No problem. I'm fine. That's such not a big deal that Fetterman somehow just co-sponsored legislation in the U.S. Senate. Quote, U.S. Senators Bob Casey and John Fetterman of Pennsylvania, reads a straight-faced news report, joined a bipartisan group of senators on Wednesday introducing new legislation aimed at preventing future freight train derailments like the one last month in East Palestine, Ohio. Amazing. Now do you believe the country coming back? Now we get the great white hope back, we have a chance. 
And Fetterman can't even run his own wife. He's not the head of his wife, who is an illegal alien, at least was an illegal alien, in, in my country. And she seemed to be walking all over this guy. And you want him in government. What a sad way to live. I want you to just see Fetterman's illegal alien wife. They say she's legal now, but I don't know. This is from Los Angeles Blade. Uh, Gazelle Fetterman. Her name is Gazelle Fetterman. Giselle Fetterman shared a photo with her husband's head cropped out of this photo and insists that their marriage operate with the understanding that Gazelle is always right. Happy home, happy wife. Happy wife, happy home. Happy life. What a dumb man, right? She insists that she's always right. You got, you just have to be really confident in your truth. Nobody has their own truth, by the way. You have to be really confident in your, in your own truth, in your truth. Then you just, like, ignore him when he's speaking. This is his wife saying this, according to Los Angeles Blade. You have, look how she got his head cut out of it, cropped out but glorified herself, an illegal alien. Look at that, and, and poor Fetterman. He let a little Mexican woman control him. And he tall and everything. Looked like a little, his little child. I'm being told she's Brazilian. Isn't that the same thing? So that's Fetterman and... I guess his family's sitting there on the couch. Look who up front. Little Gazelle. And Fetterman way back in the back. Can't hardly see him. What a mess. Men, you are the head of your wife. She is supposed to obey you. Not you obey her. What the... So those are photos of him and her. He's being pushed around by a little Brazilian. What's going on in America? What's going on? Man, come back to your proper state of being, your natural state. Turn back to the Father. The women need you to be strong or they go insane. This is from the Arizona Daily Independent. During a discussion of a bill that would allow parents to request the removal of classroom material they find inappropriate, the teacher, so the parents like, we want to be able to get rid of materials that we find inappropriate for our children. A teacher by the name of Elisa Messi, who you know as Messinin, question what qualifies a parent to be a parent. Watch this from ACTV. It is so important for us to read, to be open-minded, to understand the challenges that people, all people face. I have a master's degree because when I got certified, I was told I had to have a master's degree to be an Arizona certified teacher. We all have advanced degrees. What do the parents have? Are we vetting the backgrounds of our parents? Are we allowing the parents to choose the curriculum and the books that our children are going to read? I think that it's a mistake. Uh, We must remember that the purpose of public education is not to teach only what parents want their children to be taught. It is to teach them what society needs them to be taught. Wow. Isn't that something? And what do the parents do? They send their children to evil teachers like that. The teachers are no good now. 
and she got a stupid piece of paper that she paid buku money for, and she thinks she knows better for your child than you do. This is why men should not date, marry, or have children with educated women. They're crazy. They would never make for a good wife or a good mother to your children. This woman's insane. Absolutely insanity. And she said out loud, I'm smarter than y'all. I got a degree. I know what's best for your child than you do. And they didn't fire her. Let me go to Rick out of Virginia. Rick, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Rick. Good morning, Jesse. How you doing, my brother? All is well, Rick. Thanks for calling. Man, I was calling Jesse, man. Everybody and their mom would get some knots from the Jesse Lee Peterson show today, brother. Amazing. Thank you. Yes, I was calling about, um, you know why it's so funny in Jackson, Mississippi, and a lot's going on that. The same thing is going on in Washington, D.C., Chicago, all the cities, um, the black politicians are running. And, you know, in Jackson, Mississippi, they're talking about Jim Crow. No, what it is, they have a black male, the whole administration that runs Jackson is black. So the residents are scared to approach them. So they went and told the state, so the state like saying, dang, our capital city shouldn't be this bad. So they all the politicians are incompetent. So the, so the, legis- the state legislature just put in people that's qualified. They are, they are just appointing them. They're not even going to no elections because all things blacks will do is elect more black incompetent people. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's, that's a good idea on. what they're doing in Jackson, Mississippi. What do you expect the whites to do? They need they got to protect themselves from the blacks. And yeah. so I like the and idea Jackson's that 80, they're building their own black. city to do that. Yeah, and Jackson's 80% black. Yeah. Matter of fact, Deion Sanders, that's why he left, because Jackson State, matter of fact, he's, they, they had to relieve the president of Jackson State. Man, it seems like blacks can't run anything. So Deion Sanders is black? Yes, he he was a black coach at Jackson State University and they ran him out because they didn't do what they they didn't do what they supposed to do with him. They was cheating him out of money. Um one <laughs> he was using his own money to fly the football players and feed them. And that should have came from the university. And then the president of the um well Jackson State had a nerve to say, Well, we'll match whatever Dion put put in. Dion should have to bring none of his money in. The school should take care of all that. Yeah, I know. And the problem, yeah, and the problem with most black universities, all the money's in the parking lots and the cars and stuff, the Bentleys. <laughs> what a mess. It's, un, it's unfortunate <laughs> that not all, not all, not all, but most black people don't have it to make things good. They don't create. They only destroy. And then when the white yeah. people say no more, you're not going to destroy our stuff anymore. They get angry. And they're like, yeah, unfortunate. But, um, yeah, then they like to, in case when you get about to get caught up with, press the emergency button, cry racism, and Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's not even Jim Crow. They, they up there acting like yeah. it's Jim Crow. We need, if we ever we need a Jim Crow, we need Jim Crow now for sure. Because with that fake civil rights movement, they forced the whites and the blacks to come together, and that's all. It doesn't work that way. You can't force someone to love you. You can't force people to be together. You have to let them come together naturally. That's what works. Yeah, man. You know the thing is, it's just that anytime, like, um, I was surprised that they voted the mayor out of Chicago. I, I was surprised to see that. Yeah. I just and hope they don't they, they don't vote, vote in Ron Johnson though, and it just be more of the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is just going to be a a continuation part two, pretty much what I believe with him. Uh-huh. I don't know why it seems like blacks are attracted to the progressive and woke movement instead of doing what's right for the city and stuff, like trying to attract businesses and um clean a city up and stuff like that. You know, they don't know how to do it. Rick. They, it's just not in the blacks to do it. They need the white man. And they hate the white man, but they need him. And, and they just don't know how to do it, man. It's not in the blacks. Hey, look at Africa, too, Jesse. Most of Africa is ran by blacks. 
and they and they run all them countries and mis- mismaster resources, yeah. and they and they and they blame colonialism. That happened two hundred some years ago. But I don't think it was that. Shoot, they needed that too because all they was doing was showing them how to make roads and stuff, and um, getting getting um the resources cheap because of the way the um European was saying, hey, look, if we help it, man, we want a discount. <laughs> you know? That's right. Amazing. You know, it's just business. Well, good for for whites down in Jackson, Mississippi. I wish them well with that. I hope they're able to do it. And it's an amazing idea. And it's about time. Same way with Scott Adam. Scott said, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not helping the blacks. They are a hate group. And I'm moving yeah. on. I'm going to move in a white neighborhood and set down. I ain't doing it no more. I'm tired of them killing white people and nothing being done about it. It's amazing. Yeah, and nothing beat though. You can see um a black kid just beating um just beating um beating them down like they just like just you can see the hate they have, man. Yeah. yeah. And um and and that shouldn't be um you know and and it shouldn't shouldn't be like that, you know. Well, that's what I've been trying to encourage for thirty three years now the blacks to overcome their anger. They must forgive their mothers for turning them away from their fathers, imposing her will on them. They must forgive the fathers for not protecting them from the mothers. Otherwise, things will only get worse with each generation as it has already done. If you notice, due to the anger of the hearts of black people, each generation get worse. They're more violent. They're more unhappy. They're blaming others. They feel like victims. Because they have no love. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it, man. Hey, love you, Justin, man. Appreciate your wisdom, dude. Right on. You too, buddy. Thank you. Call me again. Love you. Be good. All right. Okay, we will do. we will do. Bless okay. y'all. Love y'all. Be good, Justin. All right, buddy. 888-775-3773. Let me try Denmark Patrick again out of Denmark Patrick. Let's try it again. Go yes, ahead. Yes, yeah, I am with you. I uh, fell off the line there. Sorry right. About it. So go ahead. You wanted to read uh, a passage about Trump. Yes, thank you. I think you have the most talented and hardworking people in your country, Jesse, and they're really doing a big job. So now I want to finish. It says here that he will destroy a lot of things. It's talking about Trump, right? Daniel 8 and he will destroy a people who consider themselves holy. That's the Danish version. Now, in his cleverness, he will have luck in his deception of these people. He will deceive them. And he vainglories himself. Sorrowlessly, he destroys many. And he will raise himself up against the prince of princes but he shall be crushed, and that not by human hand. That's saying artificial intelligence, trust me. But this is so incredible for me to read. It's like viewing Trump returning to me. Are you you reading it from the Bible or what? Yes, it is from the Bible. Oh, interesting. Yes, and I noticed that it's completely different. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, excuse me. It's completely different from the English version, what I'm reading here in my book. Oh, okay. So, I see. What the, well, I do know that the Great White Hope is definitely making a comeback. Uh, really, he never left. Absolutely. He's coming back. On the, Absolutely, sir. Hey. There's a document, the Law of War document. It's describing exactly what your country must do when it's under an occupation, an occupying force. And Trump has followed the the law of war document. That's why he had to step down. That's all. Amazing. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it, man. That's amazing. 888-775-3773. One line open. Quick break. Back in a moment. Break, break, break Cause your heart will break when I let you go
you know, I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I, I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old, and ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I just can't even, you know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this. And young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than silver and gold. So God bless you, man. tell me I have a lot of after energy. Jesse, Jesse, what gives you so much after energy, they say? Is it energy drinks? No. 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 Is it cigars? No. It's after jerky. After jerky. After jerky from Big Club. USA, Alpha Male, and you can have Afro Jerky energy too. Amazing. 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 Afro Jerky, go to bigclubusa.com and use the promo code JLP33 for 15% off. They are so good, so good. Protein like 90. Go on, no. Afro Jerky. BigClubUSA.com, all right? And use the promo code JLP33. It's amazing. The Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. The Hake Report.com. The Hake Report.com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And don't forget to check out Nick's stream on YouTube. Amazing show last Friday. And you're going to be getting Nick Monday through Friday as well. It's amazing. Uh, let me, there's a line open at 888-7753-773. Let me go to Aaliyah out of Arizona. Aaliyah, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Mr. Peterson, it is my honor again. Thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, this is in reference to your biblical question about... Do you um, extend mercy to yourself? And um, for many years, um, I could not. Um, because with mercy um, comes forgiveness, and uh, it comes with um, receiving love. And... Um, For quite some time, I, I didn't know how to receive love. Um, I was I was raised in a um, household where my grandmother was um, a single parent. My mother had me when she was 15 years old. Um, and um, there were things that, um, you know, happened in a uh, person's life that you can't control, but one thing that you think you can control is how you feel about certain situations. And um, when my grandmother, God bless her, tried to raise me um, properly, um, she did what she could. So, of course, what do you have to do when someone is raising you, housing you, clothing you, feeding you? You try to extend them that mercy. And... um you try to extend them that mercy when you don't even have mercy for yourself because you haven't experienced love and forgiveness. 
And uh, it was not until um, as an adult with with my current husband that um, I was able to um, experience uh, extending mercy to myself because he showed me love. He was able to show me God, and uh, he was able to um, show me forgiveness when... Um, I would be angry at him and um, yell and curse at him because that's what I knew. That's all I knew. Yeah. That's all I knew. And um, I was angry. I was very angry. And um, it wasn't until I was, I've always said, I know God, but it wasn't until I truly knew God and his grace and his love and his forgiveness because he brought a man into my life that possessed all of those qualities. Nice. um, Yeah. You know, I was, I was able to calm myself, calm my heart, allow, you know, God to be first because my husband put God first and, you know, allow myself to let go. Oh my gosh, women are so busy and preoccupied holding on. Just let go. Yeah. Just let a man be a man. I, and you know, let if he you you have to trust that if he trusts and he knows God, he won't mislead. You know, he, he won't mislead you. He will lead you down that righteous path. But I, as a woman, couldn't do that. And all my life, how was I raised? Be a strong black woman. Don't let a man do anything for you. And for so long, I had good husbands. But because I carried that throughout my life, I couldn't keep a good husband. And it wasn't until I realized my fault and was able to accept forgiveness and then forgive myself was I then able to show myself mercy, which is what I needed because I was suffering and I and I wasn't happy. I was walking around in a happy suit. You know? Amazing. And um and I appreciate, you know, I'm not a very emotional person. I try not to be because I was raised not to be. But um, with your show, I'm telling you, I, I swear, Mr. Peterson, it has helped improve my marriage. My husband doesn't even know I watch your show because I want it to be organic. I want him to see the change in me. I want God to see the change in me without me having to tell them this is why I'm changing. I'm listening. And before I was so busy talking, I couldn't listen. We have to be silent. We as women have to be silent. We have to listen. And I just want to thank you. I don't want to go any further, but I just really want to thank you. And I didn't think I was going to get this emotional about it, but... It, it opens up a lot when you realize things that you didn't see because you didn't know. Absolutely. And, I didn't know. and a lot of people just don't know. I hear it all the time. And I, too, I didn't know. Once I find out that you have to forgive, once God caused me to realize that and I went and forgave, then my life started to open up. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what I didn't know until I was able to see. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for everything that you do, and um, I pray that, you know, God continues to guide you and um, lift your voice um, so that more people like me that, you know, I'm conservative, as conservative as they get, but (laughs) as a conservative, I still live with those liberal views, and it did nothing for me. And And I hope that more women that are like me can find you so that it can open them up. You know, it's like I had all these ideologies, but I wasn't open to the truth of being submissive. 
Nice. And once that, and once I open that that gate, I'm telling you, I've had a much better life these past seven years since I've become uh, awoke. <laughs> I've had a much better life, and, and I want to thank you, Mr. Peterson. Thank you're you. welcome, and stay with it. You haven't seen nothing yet. It gets better. Stay with it. Stay with it, and don't give up. Don't stop. Stay on that straight no. and narrow. And I will I will put my little two cents in on the biblical question. Thank you for responding to that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Amazing. <laughs> Bye now. Bye-bye. If you want perfect peace, you got to let the anger go. As long as you have anger, you will forever live in darkness of your imagination and emotions. Really, no peace. Talk about no justice, no peace. If you don't let anger go, no justice, no peace. Material things, people, places, things cannot do it. It have to come from within. 888-775-3773. There's a line open. Let me go to Darla. Darla, out of Texas. Darla, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. That was an amazing call. Yeah, it was. I wish it well. Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, I, I've been I've been smoking on something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've been thinking a lot about how, uh, with the generations, how we pass, you know, things on to our kids. And I forgave my mom. I talked to her about it, um, and she she was hurt and she was angry and she tried to defend herself and she's still trying to defend herself occasionally. And my daughter, I've talked to I've talked to all my kids and and I told them that I was wrong. Told them the and I was specific and told them what I did wrong and why it was wrong. And the, and that the reason I was telling them that is because I wanted them to overcome and not have to live in hell. Yeah. And um, my my daughter specifically just she won't let it go. She's um, she's she's living in hell. She she can't forgive. And I I kept I was kind of thinking about this before, but then my mom said something about how my my childhood was far less awful than her childhood was you know that she did that at least I didn't have to go through all the things that she went through and and I kind of was a little bit defensive about it and she is right but it was still hell yeah your hell is as bad as her hell how is she going to compare hells what the yeah and but I didn't know that when I was talking to her about it a few days ago and I just said well Who's to say what was worse? And I said, it's not a competition. Yeah. And uh, she, you know, she was mad, but that was all there was to it. But I, I've been been smoking on it since then. <laughs> and uh, thinking nice. about, you know, my my childhood, the things that I went through in my childhood, my kids didn't have to go through a lot of that stuff. But they went through other things that were bad and things that I didn't go through. And I, I realized it. I, I, what what made me start thinking about it was, um, does it really matter what the kids go through, or if they have a great childhood, are they always going to be mad at us? Are they all, are our kids always going to be mad at their parents because they didn't have the right childhood? And um, and I was kind of thinking about that, and I thought, you know, it really it's not just that the devil is lying to us to create division. In, in families, but it's the hell that we're passing on. It doesn't matter if we if we think we did a great job or if our kids did have a great, so-called great childhood and they had everything that they needed and nothing bad happened to them. If the hell was in us, we're still going to pass it on to them. 100%. Any parent that has anger, no matter what, as you just said, no matter what you give to the child, send them to whatever college, buy them cars, they still going to be miserable because they, their parents had no love. They only had hate. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that our kids have told us is that we took them to church too much. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, they're angry at us for taking them to church too much. 
And then the next time we see them, they're talking about, we used to have some great times at church. They don't even know what they're saying. Right. Yeah. So they're talking about, we used to have so much fun at church. How old is your older daughter, the one that you say won't forgive you? Uh, she's in her mid-20s. Wow. Yeah. Well, nothing you can do about it. You have apologized to her for for what you've done to her. And now that she's a grown-up, you just have to let her suffer until she's ready to overcome. Because the more you try to make her overcome, the worse she's going to get. She's going to rebel against the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And it won't change until she's ready. So make sure you don't try to impose that on her. Just let her suffer until she's ready to change. Yeah, it, it. she brings things up occasionally, and I don't really respond. And, um, you know, sometimes she, she'll bring up stuff that she's told me before that, that traumatized her as a child. And I kind of starting to feel like I can't keep apologizing. No. Um, That's right. You know, what, how many times can I apologize or, you know, admit that I was wrong or whatever? But she's kind of intellectual and kind of a Bible thumper, too. Oh, man. What a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. And when she, if she keep bringing it up, just tell her you don't want to talk about it anymore. You told her you're sorry. She needs to forgive because when they keep bringing it up, stuff, they love bringing it up. They get a feeling from that, too. Mm-hmm. People who pretend to be so hurt and they are able to talk about it with you or anyone they, over and over. They're really getting a sense of life from that. So it's not good to fellowship with that kind of evil. Just mm-hmm. don't always have a discussion with her about it. Mm-hmm. It's real hard for her to push my buttons anymore. She, she, I think sometimes she tries to see if she can get a reaction from me. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, uh, and I'm hoping, you know, the, the, the Bible thumper in me wants uh, to believe that Love never fails, and it, that eventually she'll see that my love is true. It's genuine. Maybe she'll um, she'll recognize that that the reason I don't get angry is because I have love. Well, it's totally up to her now. She can either right. live in that hell and die in it, or she can overcome it by forgiving and letting it go. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, you can do about it. Um, with your mother and don't cut and don't, and don't let your mother manipulate you either. Don't, don't, don't let her keep coming back with her mess, trying to avoid looking at herself by putting it on you. Do not fall for that. No, I, I don't. I see it so clearly now. And, and the other day when she got kind of mad, uh, when, when I said something about my childhood, I said, well, I was raised the same way that you were. And she defended herself, you know, oh, no, you know, like I did a much better job (laughs) kind of thing. She didn't say that exactly, but when we had that kind of discussion, I recognized that I sounded exactly like her years ago. The way that she talked, the way that she said it, the look on her face, I I recognized it. I was like, that that was me. I, I know that's exactly how I sounded. (laughs) <laughs> and exactly how I acted. Oh, man, you become like what you hate. That's for sure. It is, a, it is amazing. Yeah, that's why I tell women they got to forgive, too. Forgive their mothers and grandmothers and forgive their fathers. Otherwise, they're just repeating what their mothers have done to them. They will do it to their children whether they want to or not. And But they they won't be able to help it because they have no love. Anyone that has anger has no love. I wish I could have heard and received that message before I raised my kids because the damage is done now. Yeah. And it's, and it's up to them. Um, but I don't know that I would have been able to receive that message back then or you know, right. hear it. Yeah. And, and I told somebody, I think I told my husband the other day, until I heard Jesse talking about forgiveness, I didn't really understand what it was. Yep. I really didn't. Yep. I I had the same feeling like everybody else. You dig your heels in and you resist it <laughs> because you don't you don't think it's right. It's not right to for you know, you you know that God says to forgive, but you don't feel right about it. You know, it doesn't yep. feel right. It feels like 
you're taking somebody off the hook. Right. They don't they don't have to pay for what they did to you or they don't have to uh, know how much it hurt you or they don't have to care about it. And now I know that it's just a release. And I I know that I've forgiven somebody when I don't I'm not thinking about them. I'm not obsessing about them. I'm not plotting against them. Yeah. I just I wish them well and I've let them go. I've just released them from my life and from my thoughts. It's unfortunate that most people don't understand the life that will come when they forgive. Mm-hmm. And then they don't understand the death death that they would have if they don't forgive. It's just unfortunate for them that they don't understand that even in Parents and teachers don't even teach that anymore, so a lot of people suffer. Uh, one thing I do want to tell you, too, is that you stay on that straight and narrow. Don't get angry, and you haven't seen in- anything yet, uh, Dollar. Let that ego die, mm-hmm. and you will have a clear mind, not a clock mind, but a clear mind, and all that you do will be fine. It's going to be amazing for you. Yes, I agree, Jesse. I was listening to church yesterday, and I heard you talk about um, Jesus' death. Yes. And that his death was his ego dying. Yep. And that, that's that been kind of—I've been smoking on that, too, and what it means to die, um, to die to yourself or to, to die and be reborn. And that's mind-blowing to me that that's what the death is. It's the death of the ego. Yes. And and that, that's where we are ultimately set free. That's right. And it's unfortunate, too, that the people don't know that the death of Jesus Christ was his ego death. And that's what we got to do in order to live. And And if he had not died the ego death, he would not have been able to live. And we would not have had a chance. But once he died to ego death, it made it so that we can do it too and have life. But mm-hmm. the churches don't teach that. They teach, they act like, oh, at the cross. It's all at the cross. Yes. And and it makes you all emotional, which caused you to get worse. And you just have this idea about Christ and the death, but you have no understanding of what it really, really meant. And as a result of not having understanding, you're never free because you never die from the ego. Exactly. You're never free. And that's why we have these hundreds of thousands of people running around saying that they're Christians and they're still acting like the devil. Yes. They only have an idea. They are not worshiping Christ in spirit. They are worshiping him in idea and all ideas about Christ is from hell and from the devil. It's not the real deal at all. Yeah. Amazing. I, I was noticing my, my mom gets into all this emotional stuff. You know, she's a, a Christian, but she likes all this emotional stuff. She likes to watch all these things that make her feel something. It's like she watches things about Jesus or listens yeah. to things about Jesus to change her emotions, to change how she feels. Yes. And she's got depression, so she listens to the word on tape, and that day <laughs> she starts to feel better and start to feel joy. And it and it struck me the other day why she does that or why we do that is she's trying to have a physical relationship yep. with a spiritual God. That's deep. Absolutely 100%. I almost fell off my chair when I, when I realized that. <laughs> It was so good. I've never, I never knew that before. Well, you have not seen anything. Stay on the path. and wait. And more and more light and truth will come. And it's just going to, again, it's going to blow your mind. Uh, Dollar, thanks. Amazing call. Thank you for this. I appreciate you, Jesse. You started all of this for me. Through, with uh, God started all this for me through you. We're still on the path. You haven't seen anything, all right? Thanks, Jesse. All right. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Amazing. I'm telling you, folks, take charge of your own life. Get on that straight and narrow path. Become your own man, your own woman. You haven't seen anything. Get away from the crowd. 
Be an individual. Do the silent prayer and watch. All right. Okay, the hate report is coming up now. The hate report.com. And I'll get you the super chats tomorrow morning. If the Lord is willing to print around, I'll try to get to them then, but the conversation was so amazing. Uh, the hate report. And to the callers, I am out of time. I am so out of time. But I'll be back tomorrow if the Lord is willing and the creep don't rise. Drop your angel, folks. And you shall be free. You want peace, not happiness. Happiness come and go because it's evil. Peace comes from God and lasts forever. All right, folks. Have a good one. Take care. Amazing show. Thank you. Just like you I know we can find a way to man up And stand up Oh, it's right if we give our plans up I know we can have faith in the unseen While we stand up and get back to the way we were designed to be Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do We gotta show him who boss He put a viking in you He put that lightning in you Igniting the truth But you beg and blame and lie and hate And never wanna stand for the truth So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop? You better go talk to your mama Better stop at the drama Better drop all the trauma Boy, you better stand up and up Put your hand up and hut Cause if you don't then we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. And I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it. And then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back. Because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself. So that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and hollering, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Anytime you have situations happening in your life, always be still. Don't overreact. Most of the people that I know, they say, oh, I know Jesus. I love Jesus. I'm an observer. And as soon as something don't go their way, they get mad. I'm like, what the? If you overreact, folks, remember to do that. Don't overreact. And when you get mad, it's your problem. It ain't your wife's problem, your husband's problem, your neighbor, your friend, your preacher, your teacher. It's your problem. Why do you think you tick? It didn't go your way or the way you think it should go. Don't have a way you think it should go. Let life just happen. 
thoughts make you think that life should go the way you want it to go. And if it doesn't, if someone don't do or say or act the way you think they should act, you hate them. And then you blame them for being mad. It's the darnest thing I've ever seen. But it's amazing to see it. So relax. Guys, I need to yell at Jesse because he turned down the knob. I couldn't tell them my I couldn't tell them my headphones were on. Thank you, Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you, Hassan. Thank you, Sean.